Thank you, Jesus. So I'm glad to be with you today. My wife and I are back from Poland. I'm going to, Lori said I could share with you a little bit what we were doing over there uh, before I start preaching. So I think I'm going to do that now because I have the mic, I guess. That's how that works. So Charlene and I just got back from Poland. We felt led of the Lord to, to go help with the Ukraine refugee crisis going on. And uh, through a mutual connection, ended up in Bydgoszcz, Poland, which it's hard. It doesn't look like it's spelled that way. Let me just say that. Can I buy a vowel? Has anyone seen? So was, we were in Big Gosh, and we connected with a local church there, a local pastor. And I know you know there's a war going on, and I know we know about refugees, and I know we know what it looks like, but I just wanted to share with you what we're trying to do, but also the reality of what's going on. There's a young, I was just sharing with Malcolm, there's a young mother with a six-year-old son with cerebral palsy. And I'm not trying to appeal to your heart. This is a very true story that happened a couple of days before we left. And she was on a train going back to Ukraine because she couldn't find a place to stay. And that's the biggest reality they're facing. Poland roughly, if my numbers are, check me again, roughly 2.3 million have fled to Poland. Out of that, the government expects roughly half to never return to the Ukraine. And realistically, if the war ended today, there's a whole lot of removing rubble, rebuilding, all that stuff that's got to go on before they could. So we've been working with the pastor there. We've been, we're sending van loads of supplies, medical, food, clothing into Ukraine, into Kiev, into places that technically you're not allowed to get to, but we had ways in. Um, and we're working on a project, and this is the last I'll say, with the pastor. We've met with government officials. We've been working, hopefully, with We've been doing some work, actually, with David Clare, who's, who's turned us to Habitat for Humanity. We're trying to see if there's something maybe we can work with them. And we're basically buy, trying to buy a building um, that will house roughly 50 families. Now, it may not sound like much when you think of 2.3 million, but one family, to me, is enough. If Jesus saw us and we were enough worth his life, then one, you know, 50 families to me is a, is a huge opportunity. So we're, if you want to know more about that, this is, feel free to talk to Charlene or I. And yeah, and we, there's, we can give you our website. You can learn a little bit. And there's a website we call the Open Hearts and Doors. And uh, that's what we're going to be doing moving forward. So again, if you have questions at any point, Later on, after the service or in the future, let us know. So just, you guys might not actually know, so Jared and Charlene, they, they, are, they are Rise Nations. That's the organization yeah. mission thing. Yes. <laughs> One of, I don't want to say organization, because it sounds all very bureaucratic and formal, which it, it's not. It's much... But that's, who's, that. that's who they're with in the yes. UK, and that's who they're with when they go... Um, overseas to, well, they've got plans to go loads of places. But this one is specifically for Ukraine, and I'm glad they've connected up with Habitat for Humanity. I'm going to get David to pray for Jared for that, for Rise Nations and for... Is that all right? He had no idea till I went. <laughs> but you know, I had no idea. Like now, no. yeah. Charlene. Yeah. Father, thank you so much for all that you're doing through your people. 
thank you that these two represent two of your church. And Lord, that they inspire us and that we're able to support them. And Holy Spirit, we praise you for the new things that you're about in this season. And we just thank you for their willingness to go courageously, not knowing where they're going often, and to respond to both needs, but also the promptings of your spirit. We praise you and thank you for the church and the connection there. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunities that lie around. And we just pray for great discernment through the Holy Spirit in this time in their lives, Lord God, that they would be able to put their hands to, their minds to, their hearts into everything that you've prepared. And we pray for divine blessing, favor, anointing. We pray for the resources, financial and people that are needed to take things forward for the projects and also partnerships that will really work. So we praise you and thank you, Holy Spirit, because it's your work through them. And we thank you that they are safe, secure, and loved. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thank you. Well, now that that's out of the way. No, we're just uh, honored to be here in the house, and thank you, Lori and Wendy, for having us and letting us minister today. He gave me a title, which it's only a couple times I've ever preached that someone actually gave me the, what I'm preaching on, so it's, it's, uh, it's always fun. I, I just enjoy the love of God, the, the, the Word of God, and I didn't know you were in the midst of a Second Corinthians-type series reality going on, so I'm excited to talk about new creation. And um, so, Father, I just, I just want to pray, Lord, I just thank you that today you just be my words. In Jesus' name, amen. So I have the uh, NIV. I think I've got the right version here, I hope. It looks like yours. Uh, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and verse 16 and 17, it says, So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. The once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ... The new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. And I'm done. I mean, that's, we could take that home the rest of the day and just be good with it. I actually want to read verse 15 real fast before I fully get going. It said, And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. And the reason I wanted to read that and then we go into verse 16 and 17 is because that if he died for all, then we should live for him. Really, right? I mean, our life is predicated on now living for Jesus. Everything he tells us to do, everywhere he tells us to go, whether it's uncomfortable, whether we understand it. Even when we got to Poland, we thought it would look one way. It looked completely different. And then I had to repent on Sunday during worship when he reminded me, it doesn't matter what you think you need to be doing. I need you to be doing something, which was humbling. But it, it doesn't talk to my natural mind. My natural mind wants to fight it. But I'm a new creation. This is my new reality. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. And when I was preparing for today, I was thinking about the reality. I better check my clock. Okay. I was thinking about the reality of, of just being a new creation and the excitement that that is. 
I remember when I, gave my, when I surrendered my heart to Christ. And if you've heard this story, you'll hear it again. <laughs> I've got the mic. Take it from me. I dare you. No. But the truth is, when, when I gave, surrendered my heart to Christ, I, I wasn't in a great place. And not everyone's testimony is the same as mine. I know that. But the reality of what happened when Jesus comes into our heart is the same for all of us. We are born again. And uh, I love Matthew, or yeah, John chapter 3, Nicodemus, right? Everyone know the story of Nicodemus. He was a Pharisee. And he's like, wait, wait, what do you mean I got to be born again? This doesn't make, do I go back into my mother's womb and come back out? Like what? And Jesus said, unless one is born of water and the spirit, unless one is born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. And the, the interesting part to me was, is that Jesus painted this picture for Nicodemus that you are born again. There's actually a new birth that happens. I'm a new creation, Right? If we are this, what you see, the flesh, I call it my flesh suit or my earth suit. <laughs> but if we're this, what you see walking around, we, we aren't born again of the natural reality. When, when I, Jesus, here I am, I'm yours, whatever you want, the rest of my life, I want to, I'm, I'm done. Have everything that you want of me. I didn't disappear from where I was, find myself in a hospital as a wee little thing. I was still this, but something had changed. Something was different. For me, I was in the world. Some drugs, some other things, stuff like that. The next week, nothing. No desire, no, no like even, even the smell of things made me sick to my stomach. Now, if I was able to do such a thing in the natural, I would have done it years prior because I knew I wasn't doing what I should be doing. But we can't change ourselves. We can't new create ourselves. We get the opportunity, if we so choose, to partner with his change in us. And his change was final and complete and done. You know the scripture talks about... Um, you're now born, born of an incorruptible seed. Born of an incorruptible seed. I was thinking about this. My family, I'm from Kansas originally, which is why I don't really have much of an accent, I guess. My wife thinks I do, but she's a New Yorker. What does she know? Um, but I, I, I'm from a literal, the, the earth I came from was as flat as this floor. And there's trees where there's a house, no other trees. It's just farmland. My town was 5,000, I think, and that was on a, on a holiday when all the family was in town. It was probably 3,000. My grandparents' town was 400. Again, just flat, farmland. And my grandparents were farmers. My grandfather was a farmer his whole life. And I, I was thinking about the new creation. I think about my grandfather every time because I think about the fact that when he planted wheat seed, he expected wheat, wheat to grow. When he planted corn, he didn't expect milo. He didn't expect sunflowers. If you planted sunflowers, a sunflower would grow. Every seed produces after its own kind. We know that biblically, and we know that naturally. And what I was thinking about being a new creation. When I, was, when I surrendered my heart to God, I became a new creation. 
The Bible talks about the fact that you've been given all things pertaining to life and godliness, which is pretty stinking amazing. <laughs> and I think about the fact that Easter is, we celebrate next week, and how amazing is the cross, and how amazing is what Jesus did for us, that when he died and raised from the dead, God poured out his spirit on all flesh so that we could be born again. Romans 8 actually says that Jesus is the firstborn among many, that he would be the firstborn among many. Jesus wasn't the first naturally born person. God came thousands of years later, but he was the firstborn in the spirit, firstborn among many. And that's who we are. That's the beauty of what Jesus did on Easter, the beauty of what he did, what he released in us. Behold, all things have passed away. All things become new. The rest of our life, I look at like this. It's been done. Are we going to catch up to what he's already done? My journey with Jesus is to then just walk into the fullness of what he's already accomplished on the cross. When he died for us, when he rose again, he, he allowed us the opportunity to be born of an incorruptible seed. Now, I don't know... I, I don't always feel that way. <laughs> Anyone else? And there are times you don't feel, I don't so much feel like a new creation. It's why we repent. is because we don't always act like a new creation. But the beautiful reality is, is that you are. Say, I am. You are a new creation. When you ask Jesus into your heart, when you surrender your life to him, you are born again. You're born of the water and the Spirit. It's why we get baptized. We signify that we've died. The old, have, old has passed away. This old man, this earth suit has passed away. Now I'll still walk it out, my life, however long or short it is on this earth. What I do with it is a different question. But this... Old man, the old ways, the old things of Jared. Does it mean i got to renew my mind? Of course I do. Does it mean there's times I need to repent? Of course I do. But it's not because I'm not a new creation. It's because i got to learn about what that is. I've got to learn about who I actually am. I've got to learn about what he said about me as a new creation. And the rest of our lives with him is just a blessing. I was, we, were, we had a beautiful dinner the other night and we were laughing and tears were going. But it, it, it was just beautiful because I was reminded of the simplicity of what Jesus did. The new creation. I was reminded of the reality that he came because, just because he loved us. No other reason. We, we sometimes, you know, when we were in Poland, I... I'm sitting in a room where we're helping people. We can't help all 2.3 million, I know that. And that's just in Poland, but we can't help everyone, but I can help one person. And it was just one of those moments where you realize, kind of what Lori was talking about this morning that we prayed about, like we so often minimize what's in us, the new creation. We minimize what he's done in us. And therefore, we don't allow him to maximize the light that shines through us. When we left Poland to come back, 
and we will be going back. It's, it's, a, it's a win, not an if. We're going to see this project through. But when we left Poland, the pastor and the team were basically in tears. Some of them were in actual tears. Not of sadness, but of, of joy, but of kind of like, oh, I don't want you to go yet. Well, my attitude, to be honest, wasn't always the best at the time. You know, because I was like, Lord, I'm supposed to be, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to be every day, I'm supposed to be handing the water to somebody or doing this or doing that. And God's like, I need you to be working on finding a place for 50 people to stay. That'll be a perpetual turnover. Impacting who knows how many lives. And that's not look at what we've done. I'm talking about look at how quickly I had, I had even being a missionary, helping people, how quickly I had forgot I was a new creation. And I just wanted to encourage you today. I just want you to remember the fact that you're a new creation. On the moments you don't feel like it, you are. Say, I am. On the moments that you're tired or worn out or anything, you are a new creation. Say, I am. He is the great I am. You are a new creation. You are, you have everything you need to do what he's called you to do, to be who he's called you to be. And the great excitement of that is the rest of your life, you get to figure out what that is. And it doesn't mean that, you know, sure we make mistakes. I remember, I remember when God delivered me from everything and I just, I just, I fell in love with Jesus. And I, I don't do those things anymore. It doesn't mean that I haven't, walked someplace and been like, oh, that's interesting. And then, oh yeah, that's not who I am. I'm a new creation. That's what Jesus paid for, your eternity. It's a seed incorruptible. It's in you. It's not going to die. Born in the Spirit. Walking it out is just, that's a whole different thing. That's a whole different, I could talk for the next four hours. Lori told me I only got three, so, you know. No, I'm joking. I'm almost done. But I just wanted to remind you who you are. I think today is a day in a time where the world looks, it's just weird. Things are weird. But it doesn't change who you are. And it doesn't change what he did for you. It doesn't change how he looks at you. And it doesn't change what he expects for you. When you receive Jesus, you're born again born of an incorruptible seed, born of the Spirit. And that fruit will come to pass. I need to remind, I think some of you parents or grandparents, that means your sons, your daughters, the people you've been praying for, if they received him, that seed will bear fruit. It's not an if, it's a when. I think some of you needed reminded that today. It's not an if, it's a when. Every seed, God's word, every seed produces fruit after its own kind. Every seed. We may not understand it or the timing of it. We may be thinking, I've got to get to the car park because the dollars or sorry, pounds are racking up. I've got to switch my brain. I was on Zlotsky there for a minute. Which... But I've got to, you know, but the timing, his, he's, it's perfect. Jesus went to the cross when Jesus needed to go to the cross. His timing was perfect. 
Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Easter is a... Just remember who you are. If you do nothing else the, during your breaks or whatever is going on over the next couple of weeks, just remember who you are. And I know sometimes that... Uh, I mean, I've woken up. <laughs> I've woken up plenty of times been like, I don't feel like doing it. I don't feel like being good. <laughs> <laughs> Being honest, sometimes I'm like, I don't, ugh, really? Do I, do I have to? Should I? Do I gotta? No, I don't. That's the actual answer. But will I? What's my identity? Is it the old? It's very easy. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. We don't always agree with the facts, though. We don't always agree with the truth. And the one truth that never wavers and never shakes is God's truth. So it's up to us. I kind of, I think I'm going to finish by just putting the ball in your court, but encouraging you who you are. You are His. You may not feel perfect, you're perfect in Him. You are His. You may not, you, you may feel tired, but you've got all the energy in the world you need in Him. You may feel out of ideas, but he's the God that created the universe. You won't run out because you are his. You're born of his seed for this time to do his will. What greater message is the gospel of Jesus Christ? That he died so that you could live for eternity in him. So that you could live now in that reality. Old things have passed away. All things become new. Say, I am new. Say, I am new. For the rest of this week, for the rest of your life, whenever you're not feeling quite new, happens the older you get sometimes, remind yourself that you are. Remind yourself that you are new. In Jesus' name.